Well, this morning, I, I've been talking about faith because I think faith is critical. It's not just critical, it's really the life that God calls us to live is the life of faith. And let me tell you how, you know, my pastor, uh, uh, for 26 years, well, he pastored, he was the pastor here for 26 years, the way he defined faith, and of course he preached faith for 26 years, <laughs> and on, and more. He defined faith like this. It's just obeying God, doing what the word of God, doing what God says. Just do it. Act on it. Don't second guess it. Just do what the Lord instructs us through his word. And so as we look back and we're reflecting, and I know, listen, I'm looking around this room and I'm thinking there's probably just a small handful of folks that will remember 1993, but I have a, a quick video because I'm wanting to reflect. I wanted to take a minute and reflect and to show you 48 years this church has been involved in missions. For 48 years. Some of you are going, 48 years? How's that possible? I don't know. But it is. And this is what we've done. And so we're going to take a minute. We're going to show a quick, it's not a quick video. It's about four minutes long video. Some of you are going to see your kids in it. Some of you are going to see friends. Some of you are going to not going to recognize anybody in this video because it's been a long time. It's been like, golly, how many, 93, 2000. It's been a long time. Almost 30 years. Go ahead and roll the video, bro. Come on. That one year. A lot of them are, are not. They were kids that were there. Why am I showing that? Because the thing is, is for 40 Eight years, God has been so faithful. And the thing is, is our best days, I can look at that video, I can look at it a thousand times because I was there. I was the guy behind the camera. I filmed all that. But I can look back and I can think, man, those were great days. Those were awesome days. I love those days, but I want you to know. You might say, well, I missed those. Best days are in front of us. But those were amazing days. But those days are not the only days. God's got better days uh, in front of us than we're living right now. Better days. Now, uh, there's a verse I wanted to read because, you know, I look at that and I see a lot of kids. I see a lot of young people. And uh, I'm thinking, you know, we might look at them and we might think, well, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? I know where most of them are. I communicate with most of them. Some of them are doing amazing. Some of them are in ministry. Some of them are doing tremendous things. Some of them are maybe struggling a bit. Some of them are just doing life, loving Jesus. But this is what I want to say about that because the thing is, is those years that we were there, we planted seeds in kids. We planted seeds. In the beginning, it looked like just a bunch of fun. And I want you to know, I intentionally pulled all that fun and put it on the, uh, the video when we put it together simply because I wanted people to know it was fun. But you know, in 10 days, there was a whole lot of sweat and a whole lot of uncomfortable, a whole lot of whatever. But the end result was those kids got an investment in their life and from their life into Guatemala. Now that's just the youth. We've taken adult trips 48 years. We've been doing this. We've been doing this. So here's the verse I want to read, uh, and then I'm going to preach. I'm going to try to preach anyway. Uh, this is uh, Philippians 1, verse uh, 3 through 6, I think it is. I thank my God every time I remember you. Uh, in all my prayers for you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from this day until now. Being confident of this one thing, he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. I look at every one of these young people that we invested in. I'm looking at this church that we've been investing in for years. It's not about me. 
This is about the gospel. This is about what God's doing in us and through us. And you can take the same thing that with your family and your children and your friends and your people that you've invested in. I'm going to tell you this right now. God is faithful to complete and to finish the work he's begun. It's not over until God says it's over. It's not over. And the thing is, is when we lose heart, faith is not what God used to do. Faith is now. That's According to Hebrews 11, verse 1, now faith is. Not in two years, in five years. 20 years ago, faith is or was. In 20 years, faith will be. It's now. It's right now. And faith is something that we, uh, it's a lifestyle. And so that's what I'm going to talk about for a few minutes this morning is what faith, the ultimate lifestyle, I'll call it. Faith is the ultimate lifestyle. He didn't call us to have a faith. Oh, I'm, I'm of this persuasion. I'm of that. Oh, I'm a, I'm a Pentecostal. Oh, I'm of this. I'm not. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I'm a follower in Christ. That's what God calls us to be, his followers. And so uh, this morning, I want to read Matthew. Start with Matthew chapter 9, verse 27 through 30. Uh, this is the New, New International Version. As Jesus went on from there, now he had just healed a couple of blind guys or a blind man, he went on from there, and there were two blind men who followed him, calling out, saying, have mercy on us, son of David. And when he had gone indoors, the blind men came into him, and he asked them, do you believe that I am able to do this? Do what? What do you think he was asking for? Ingrown toenails? They wanted their sight. They, they wanted their sight. And Jesus says, okay, you know what? Let me ask you a question. This is not about me. This is about you. Do you think I'm able to do this? Well, Lord, I sure hope so. Don't, don't expect to receive then. Don't expect to receive anything. So let me ask you today, and I'm going to finish reading this verse. What is it that you're believing God for, whether it be your marriage, your kids, your finances, your whatever it is? What are you believing God for? You don't have to convince me. You don't have to wear me out trying to get me to agree or to like it. What is it that you need and you're believing from God? Because I, I trust God to do in your life what he plans to do. But the question is, is, do you believe he wants to do it? Do you believe he can do it? Do you believe he will do it? That's really the question. It's not, it's not what they believe, what they believe. It's what you believe. That's what faith is. It, it's according to what we believe. So let me finish reading this. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Yes, Lord, they, they replied. Then he touched their eyes and said, uh, he didn't say, well, then be healed. He said, according to your faith, let it be done. And their sight was restored. So obviously, they did believe that he could heal them. And so it's like we look at that and go, oh, okay, well, then the answer is yes. I answer yes. It's not about answering correctly. It's about the, what's inside. Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe that I can do this? Do you believe? This is where the battle is. The battle's not in the flesh and blood. The battle's not in these areas. The battle is in our heart. It's not even in our mind because our mind's going to battle. I've been a Christian for 50-some years now, about 50 years. And the thing is, my mind still tells me not possible, impossible, ridiculous to think that God will do or can do that. But you see, my heart is different because faith is near you. It's in your mouth and in your head. No, in your heart. Faith is near you, the Bible tells us. It's in your mouth and in your heart. How do I know what's in your heart? Because I'm listening to what's coming out of my mouth and your mouth. You want to know where your faith is? It's what's coming out of your mouth because out of the abundance of the heart, our mouth speaks 
What am I believing about the situation, about the condition, about the promise, about the need, about whatever it is that I'm believing for, I gotta say it. Abraham, the Bible says, Abraham hoped against hope. What does that mean? At 75 years old, God said, you're gonna have a son. Well, thank you very much. It's a little bit late, but whatever. I guess if you want to, God. No, it's not if God wants to. It's God wants Abraham. God wanted Abraham to believe it and to, def- to declare it and to, to just act as on it. Act on it. Speak it. And what had happened during that? Well, he, 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 he just basically kind of had some struggles. His, his wife laughed. Oh, yeah, right. That's really going to happen. The thing is, is where are we in the process? Are we in the process where we're saying, well, you know, it's too late. I don't know if I'm going to get to this message or not this morning. Because I feel like that right now, what I'm telling you is really where we are. We need to understand that, that it's not about what God wants to do. It's about what we're willing to let him do. What are we willing to let God do? And see, th- here's the answer. Oh, I just want him to do good things in my life. Great. But where's our faith? Our faith is based on what God's word says. And so here we are, we're believing for this and this and this, whatever it is. We're believing for all these things, but what do I believe about those things? Well, if God really wanted to, he would. Do you believe he wants to? Well, I believe he can, not good enough. We've got to know that he wants to do it in my life. If a guy comes up to you and he sticks a microphone in your face, whether he's from whatever news network you you fancy yourself to, and he asks you a question, do you believe that God can heal today? Well, your answer is going to be yes, of course. But how about if he says, well, do you believe that he wants to heal you and that he can heal you? Well, well yes, okay, do you think he'll do it today? Well, uh, well, uh, well, I, uh, uh, uh. this is where we all live. This is where the rubber meets the road. I can agree with the Bible. I believe the Bible's true cover to cover. But when it comes to me, for me to exercise my faith, Because you see, if I'm looking at the failures and I'm looking at the past the way it didn't work out, or, well, you know, because I was with with Pastor Joel Holm one time, and we were talking. This was early on, probably in 2004, 2005, and he was asking me some questions. Well, what about this? What about that? And I said, well, and I started making, well, you know, we tried that, but, you know, and every year, for two or three years, this happened. And finally, about year three, he asked me the same stinking question. And I knew he was asking the same question because I remember, and I'm thinking, why do you always bring that up? But it was something that I was telling him I was believing God for, and he'd say, he'd ask me about it. And I'd make an excuse, well, I'm just, you know. And finally, he said, he said, stop. When are you going to let that go? When are you going to stop saying that? And I looked at him, I'm thinking, well, this lunch is over. You're trying to offend me. But the truth is, is that's what I needed. I needed somebody to get up in my face and say, stop thinking and remembering and talking about the things that didn't happen, even if it was yesterday, last week, last month, last year. Stop talking about that and let's live today. Faith is now. Faith is not yesterday. There was faith yesterday, but faith is now. And the thing is, is uh, it's not enough for, for you just to be happy for me to receive or you to be happy for them to receive. God wants us all to receive. He wants us all to do and to operate in faith. Faith is a lifestyle. Jesus asks this man, okay, he says, do you believe that I'm able to do this? Let me ask you a question. Do you believe that God is able to do this thing? 
or this situation? Do you believe it? Okay, let me give you a little cheat. Cheat. Yes is the answer. Yes. Everybody do this. Yes. Do you believe that God's able to do that? Yes, yes. Okay, then Jesus didn't say, well, let's check it out. He said, well, then be it unto you according to your faith. The problem is my faith has a condition. And my faith sometimes is weak. And my faith sometimes is, is, is wobbly and, 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 and has, it's just, it's, it's failure ridden. I, I, I stick failure, sticky notes all to, well, I tried, but. And well, I tried, but it didn't happen because. Well, I, I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. We all have this, this thing where we, we believe God. And here's the deal. Failures come. Disappointments come. But that's not the end of the story. Some of you are believing for your children. You're believing for your marriage. You're believing for your future, for your, for your, uh, your finances, for your health. You're believing. And the thing is, it's like, well, you know, if God wanted to, he would have by now. Remember the woman with the issue of blood? 38 years. I think it was 38 years. Is that right, Joe? 38 years? Something like that or whatever it was, even if it was 15 years. Whatever years, how many years it was, you know, she had been bleeding. She'd been bleeding and, and she'd spent everything she had on doctors. And I'm not knocking doctors, but I'm just saying all that stuff takes place and she hears Jesus is in town. And so I think she knew in her heart this is what was going to take. It wasn't be it unto you according to the doctor with the right method and the right medicine and the right procedure. It's be it unto you according to your faith. Yes, your faith. And the thing is, that's not to throw condemnation on us. Well, you know, I've tried, but okay, I get it. So now, let me just say, faith comes by hearing and hearing God's word. Well, I, I, I don't even know this problem I've gone through, this situation. I don't even know what's the Bible say about that. It's not about a specific, speaking about a specific thing in your life. It's speaking about the faithfulness of God. It's that God can do anything he wants, anytime he wants. And here's the question. Does he want to? God's desire for you and for your family and for your future is good. It's amazing. It's not like, well, God says yes to you, no, no to you, and no, definitely not no to you. No to you. It's not that. It's, it's, it's the, that we're really looking at God and saying, number one, if God wants to take me home today, coming home to Jesus. Here I come. If God wants to heal me today, then God, first of all, I don't want to just say, well, if you want me to, because that's not faith. Faith is not, well, whatever you want. Faith is, your word says you sent your son to take stripes on his body. And see, we can look at this and we can cite hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of failures and reasons why it didn't work and won't work. We can, but God is looking for us to embrace his character, and his character is faithfulness. God is faithful. He's not waffly and, and wishy-washy. He's faithful. And he loves us whether we get healed or whether we get restored or whether we get financially well off. He loves us no matter what. 
But what does God want? God wants to use us. And I'm not, listen, I'm not a prosperity preacher. I'm not a poverty preacher either. I'm not a, that God wants everybody to be a millionaire. Hey, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But I know this. God wants every person to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what I know. And the thing is, it's not just about them being safe. It's them being healed and restored and living life at a level where they, they can honor God, that we, that we can live, live our lives honoring God, that people can see God in our lives. And I think God is even wanting to, to meet some of your wants as long with, along with some of your needs. I know he wants to meet your needs, but I believe he even wants you to have some of your wants. But you see, we look at impossible situations. And because of the impossible situations, we, we start trying to work it out with this thing. Man, I can't even balance my checkbook. Let alone figure out how God can do it and how God wants so. How can God possibly, you know what? Turn this baby off when it comes to faith and say, here's what I do know. I feel like I'm lying if I just say, the Lord is healing me. The Lord is making a way. The Lord is opening doors. Oh, the Lord. Do you really believe that? Your head goes, no. But your heart goes, I want to. Well, it's not strong enough yet. Our heart's not strong enough. Come heck or high water. Man, there were so many times we were reading the scriptures where people, their lives were hanging in the balance. Daniel. Well, you know, you know, if, if, he, if he saves me, he saves me. And if not, if, you know, Esther, I'm going to do this. And if I die, I die. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, we're, not gonna, we're, we're not going there, are we? The thing is, is it's, it's faith in our heart will drive us, will help us, not drive us. It'll allow us to step into things and to step into the promises of God, to step into things. See, we need a vision for what God wants to, is willing to use us for. We need a vision, not just, I don't want to just survive. I don't want to just live and, and, and just, oh, I love God today again. And, oh, I love God again tomorrow. And, oh, I just love God. Oh, I, he's so good to me. What God, what do you want to do in my life today? What do you want to do through me? What am I believing God for? What am I pushing for? Because I look at these videos, and here's my thing. When I look at these videos, there's a part of me that says the best days are behind. I'm just going to be honest. But that's up here. But in my heart, the best days are in front. Those were amazing days. Don't get me wrong. Those were tremendous and amazing days. But, but here we are, August the 28th, I guess it is, 2022. This is the best. This is the greatest day. Or we can say it's just another day. It's the greatest day. Tomorrow is going to be an amazing day. What are we believing for? Well, just, you know, whatever you want. You remember the story. I'm so far off of my message. You remember, you remember the story. You maybe don't. This is even further back in these videos. Um, Norval Hayes. Norval Hayes. Norval Hayes was, I guess he was over here in, in um, somewhere, Palm Springs. I think he was doing a, a conference and he was speaking. And he was talking about just God wants to do and you need to believe God and trust the Lord and God wants you to believe for good things and, and what does he want to do? And, and anyway, he says, now I want you to get in your heart what you want God. What do you want God to do in your life? And he, he says, I want you to come up here and I want to pray for you and all the people. They start lining up and he's going down through and what do you believe in God for? I'm believing God to restore my marriage in Jesus and he's praying and praying and praying. Comes to this one boy and he says, what do you believe in God for? He says, oh, I don't know, just whatever God wants. What do you need? He says, oh, I just need a job. What kind of job? Oh, I don't care. Lord, make him a shoe shine boy. Whoa. 
Whoa, man, don't be praying that. What do we want? What do we want? Well, I want something that I don't have right now. Well, what is it? What is it? I'm going to stop talking in now. Hi, voice. What is it that we want? Dream. What's the vision? Faith needs something to grab hold of. Faith is the substance of things that we hope for. What are we hoping for? Oh, I just hope to get by. Oh, I just hope it doesn't get any worse. Oh, I just hope that, you know, that God just continues to love me. I'm sure he will. The thing is, is are we believing? Are we, do we have vision? Stir yourself today, church. Don't wait for your neighbor. Don't wait for your spouse. Don't wait for your pastor. Don't wait for anybody. Stir yourself. And you don't have to convince anybody else. It's okay to share what God puts on your heart. But the thing is, is I, I, was, I was working an automotive job years ago. And, and, and I remember I was believing God to heal me. I had a, a bad, I had strep throat so bad. And we were getting ready to go do a, 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 a time of ministry and, and you know, play the guitar and sing it and stuff. I was like, oh my goodness, I was miserable. And I remember like we were going on Friday, Thursday night, we got together and I'd been praying, I'd been going to work and I mean, my throat was miserable. And, and I, I remember I got there that, and it was so bad that night and I and got there and the guy said, well, what do you want? Man, I said, I'm believing God to heal me. I need to be healed. Because I want to do what God's called me to do. I want to go tomorrow. I want to be a part of this. So they put me in this chair and they prayed for me. And after about probably a couple of minutes, they're praying and, and I'm going, I receive it, Jesus. I receive it. I confess your word. Whatever was going on, I don't remember. I just know I opened my eyes. Okay, and I swallowed. And you got strep throat. You swallow. And you're going, especially when it's bad. I swallowed them. So it's gone, gone, right, gone. And I'm telling you, I jumped up, I jumped on that chair, and I'm jumping around, I'm knocking things over. You know why? Because God shocked me by doing. <laughs> but the thing is, I went to work the next day, and I told the guy, I said, hey, Butch, remember yesterday when I was in, and I wasn't feeling good? He says, I said, man, I got so bad uh, yesterday afternoon after I got home, and I said, I went and told him what happened. I said, and the Lord healed me, and he looked at me and went, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I said, no, no, really, Butch, as he turned around and walked. Yeah, right. Oh, no, but dude, look, look. I mean, I'm not, I'm not hot. I'm not, no, right, right. Here's the thing. I don't care if other people don't believe. I mean, I care. I want them to believe for themselves. But I don't care if they believe what God's doing and done in my life. It's a testimony. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. We overcome. I overcome by sharing with others what God's done, by telling them. But here's the thing. What are we believing for? Well, our best days were in the past, so let's just kind of let's kind of just kind of slow it down a little bit. I don't want to slow it down. I'm probably not going to do things the exact same way I did 30 years ago. I'm definitely not. But the thing is, is God wants every single one of us. And you might look at yourself and say, "Well, I'm just I'm just a simple person." It's okay. It's okay. I'm sure these guys here. These blind, these two blind men, they needed their sight. I'm sure they probably weren't pillars in the city. 
They probably weren't university professors. They probably weren't uh, architects. They were probably guys that had lived their life just kind of feeling their way, being led by the hand, and somehow something got in their heart, and they believed God, and God did something amazing. God's not looking for great people. He's looking for people he can do something great in. So is that you? Is that me? God's calling us to live this ultimate lifestyle, and that's a life of faith. It's not something that we go to some conferences and it comes, oh, here it is. You know what? It requires action. Take action. I'll go back to the definition that I gave you in the beginning. Faith is simply obeying God, doing what, saying what he says to tell us. I don't want us to believe, and I'm going to finish with this, I don't want us to believe that our best days are back there. 1993, those were amazing days, for me anyway. There were some amazing days in, 90, in 84. We'll talk about a lot of those as we go forward uh, through the next couple of months because I want to reflect and remember, but not to live there, but to point forward to say, you know what? If God would do it back then, what won't he do for us today? What won't he do? And you see, I know for us, maybe we were younger and we were needing God to do things for us in a different way, but maybe today we represent the overseers of a generation that's, that's in front of us, our children, our grandchildren, those around us that, are, that we're, watching grow, we're watching them grow up. You know what? They need to have faith, and we need to help them get it. I was sitting right there on this front row, 2001, January 2001, when Pastor Messer had me stand up and prayed over me and said, you're the next guy, and I'm thinking, I hope so. But I'm sitting there, and after it was all over, he prayed over me, and, and service went on. I sat down, and Sister Messer was sitting right beside me. And this is what she said. She leaned over, and she said, now you have to use your faith. I was a little bit offended at first, because I'm thinking, well, I've been using my faith. It's a new day. It's a new season. It's a new time. The faith of yesterday was for yesterday. Faith for today and the future is faith for now. Don't let the failures and the struggles of yesterday and the past dictate to what you're willing to believe God for today. Let's believe today for amazing things. We've got to, uh, we'll talk, we're gonna get to praise too. I'm talking about faith right now, but we'll get to praise. And here's what I know about praise. We put on the garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. If you're heavy about life, if you've got struggles and you're thinking, you know, because I know we all go through it, struggles and disappointments and failures, how do I move on? You go into that closet and you pull out that garment of praise and you put it on. You don't feel like it and you put it on. You know, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. And I turn my mind off because my mind's going stupid. What are you doing this for, stupid? But my heart's going, but God is worthy. God is worthy, and we begin to praise Him. And we don't let our feelings pull us down. We don't let the past, our memories of what didn't happen or what did happen, pull us down. We begin to praise. We begin to lift the name of the Lord Jesus. And the Bible says, let God arise and let His enemies be scattered. If we'll let God arise in our situation, you know what? The enemies of your soul, the enemies of your future, the enemies of your family will scatter. But you know what? It takes a person and I'm that person in my house. My wife's that person in our house. My kids are those people because it's not, sometimes everybody needs someone to cover them. I'm the person in this house to a degree as the pastor. Pastor Joe's another person. We have to see what's in front of us, a generation. 
is in front of us. Let's be people that know how to operate in faith and don't let the past and all the threats pull us down. Let's pray. 